Hi, this is Dave Anthony. Welcome to the Pulse News Podcast, your daily news pulse. Hey, thank you today for joining me, and I uh, hope your day is treating you real well. Today we're going to get in the weeds a lot about what's going to happen on Tuesday. And it can be a rather complicated issue because if you're a Democrat, you're probably really kicking your heels in right now. And if you're a Republican, you're probably kicking your heels in right now. If you're independent, you're really not sure what's going on. If you're a socialist, you're probably looking for the next chairman of the United States of America, who you're going to vote for. Of course, that's going to be Joe Biden for the most part. Now, the socialists are probably thinking out there that Trump is the socialist communist government. Uh, I, I beg to differ because he follows the Constitution of the United States of America. And you can kick your heels in and throw bricks through windows all you want. It's just look at the Constitution. There are little constitutional books out there. And you can see what the Constitution says. It says that, you know, he's following the Constitution on many of the things he does. So we've got to give the guy some credit, okay? So if you're up in arms right now and you're, you know, throwing things against the wall and, and having a tizzy fit and talking about Joseph Stalin as being the great savior or whatever, probably you want to turn this podcast off. And, and that's okay. It's cool. Uh, we'll still be friends. So, uh, and it's cool whichever way you're going to vote. But understand something. I'm going to try to make you think a little bit here about what's going on. Let's say you're going to vote for uh, the governor of New York, okay, Cuomo. You say, well, I'm going to vote for Cuomo because it'll be a um, protest vote against Trump. And that is just basically to spoil the vote, 3%, 2%, whatever. Maybe you want to vote for these people and do a write-in vote. Understand when you're doing that, you're going to vote for Biden. It's food for thought. You're going to vote for Biden. Okay. No matter if you're doing that to spoil it, you're going to just automatically, you're voting for Biden, so you might as well go out and vote for for Biden, you're not proving anything by spoiling the vote. Vote one side or the other. You know, the other way, you're just going to screw up the voting system, and also with all these ballots, it's going to muck things up even more, which also can cause voter fraud as well, and we're going to get into that right now. We're going to look on Joe Biden. We know what Donald Trump's plan is for America. We know what's going on with America. You had three years to figure out what's going on with uh, Donald Trump, you probably know exactly which what you want to do with that. You are here to make an educated decision who you want to vote for, because that's the freedom of our system that you can go out and vote. And you don't have to tell anybody who you're voting for, because that's your business. Just like me, I'm a conservative, okay? I've been on the radio since 1981. I have been a lot of stuff you're going to hear today, I've been pushing since 1981, letting people know stuff's happened, folks. People listen to that and they say, ha ha, you know, this is entertainment and all that kind of, no, this is for real. And now it's happening. I, I remember talking about this, a lot of these subjects in 93 that were going to happen. Okay, so I've been around in the radio business for a long time. And not that that makes me some big fat expert. I'm far from it. So whoever you're voting for, you know, that's your right. Okay, that's your personal right. I don't care you write Joseph Stalin in there. Okay, you're voting for Joe Biden. Don't let it fool you because you're just being a spoiler. You know, so you're going to vote for some communist dictator that's dead. Okay, so that proves a lot. So either you vote for Biden or you vote for Trump. Okay, uh, if you want to vote, uh, do a write-in vote, knock yourself out. Anyways, let's get moving on here. Um, the, what we're going to talk today is about voting. And I, I really stress a lot on voting. A lot of people don't like that uh, because it gets a little too close to comfort. Okay, and it's kind of stepping in the weeds a little bit. You're stepping into my territory, and so they kind of shy away from these kind of podcasts. Well, if I get 10 people to listen, if I get 100 people to listen, that's 10 people to listen that will maybe share with other people because I'm just here like you, and I'm, I communicate and discuss with things with my family as 
and and as far as I'm, you're my radio broadcast family, okay? And so, uh, you know, we're, we have the freedom of speech, the freedom of expression. You know, that's in the Constitution, and I'm going to do it. And that's the bottom line. You have the same right to do the same thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the election, first of all. This election is a ballot election, okay? It's not a voter machine-driven election. So what's the trip-up when it comes to that? Number one, you know, voter machines, for the most part, have a paper trail of some sort, okay? Each vote is a number, and it's, you know, all in the machines. So they can tally these up pretty fast, and they can kind of find out what's going on whenever there's some voter irregularities. Straight ballot, I'm not talking about absentee stuff, that's different. I'm talking about straight ballot voting is third world banana republic. And when you're dealing with 322 million people in the United States, probably more because some new lives have been born. The fact of the matter is, is that you have 322 million people in the United States. Now, there's going to be about 145 million, possibly, after it's all said and done, that voted in this election. 145 plus or minus votes. Not machine-driven votes, but paper ballot votes. Okay? Now, give that a thought. Talk about the awesomeness of that. It's overwhelming, isn't it? When you think about that. Now, equal that to, let's say you're voting, and they're giving you dollar bills. Okay? Now, these dollar bills are considered ballots. Let's just give an example. They all have the same serial number on it, okay? But, and they have some security and stuff like that, but at the bottom you sign that, you sign the, the ballot. Now, some of them you don't have to sign in some states, okay? The other states, like Pennsylvania, which has always been ripe for voter fraud because it's just the way the whole districting and everything else is like a Swiss cheese. The state is a mess when it comes to that. So they can just mess around with everything because they have a they, they're, they're unbelievable they have a pretty much a stronghold in their Supreme Court it's just basically all Democrat so you have a governor's Democrat and it's just basically it's a socialist Republic in a lot of ways and with lockdown you know in Pennsylvania folks I'll tell you it's unbelievable I mean with the lockdown in Pennsylvania uh, and the state of emergency that the, that the governor's placed in the state of Pennsylvania, basically it's dictatorial powers in a lot of ways. You know, you got to wear these masks, you got to do all this sort of thing, and it just, it just goes on and on. And people are, and a lot of people in Pennsylvania that I speak with are just disgusted with this whole mess, you know. And um, it's, just, it's a shame, you know. And, it's, and they get away with it because they're a commonwealth, okay. So a lot of this voter fraud you're hearing in Pennsylvania is going to be off the charts in a lot of ways, and they're going to try to legitimize it on election night. They're going to try to legitimize this thing in Pennsylvania. The broadcasting states are going to say, Biden's ahead by this much, Biden's ahead by that much. They can do that because they extended against, once again, the wonderful Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, decided that it's much more easier to have extra votes counted in. So let's say Trump is close, okay? They're going to make it close. They're going to play with it. They're going to play with your vote out there, okay? The vote that maybe you don't know whether it went in or not, you don't know if it's going to be counted or not, you don't know if it's going to be changed or not. Okay, that's what paper ballots, that opens up the door for that. Or how many fell on the floor, maybe some fell in the garbage. They already get run, They already got rid of 130,000 votes in Pennsylvania, supposedly duplicates. <laughs> don't let it fool you. Don't let it fool you, folks. This is Pennsylvania, okay? And I'm blowing a whistle on Pennsylvania, okay? I lived in Pennsylvania my whole life. I love Pennsylvania. It's a beautiful state. 
But as far as the legislature goes, as far as the government goes, it's in the dumper. I'll tell you, it is a union stronghold that's still living out of 1933. You know, uh, it's ridiculous. I'm telling you, it is utterly, utterly ridiculous. And taxes just keep rising and rising in Pennsylvania. And believe me, after this election, it's going to go through the roof. I, I guarantee you, because they're going to try, try to eliminate that fracking. They're going to try to do all kinds of stuff. They've been trying to do it since Trump went into office. And uh, basically, they want to have this clean new energy deal that's coming through they, because they can make a lot of money on it. And they can rip a lot of people off. Uh, and it's just a cash cow. And it's, I'm telling you, you've got to read through the lines and see what's going on. I'm just talking about Pennsylvania. I, I could tell uh, everyone in that state, uh, which, you know, they know what's going on, okay? And you can find out in your state what's going on because it's very, very important for you to find out and to really call it out because it's your right to do so. It's very important that you do that because according to the Constitution, you have the right to do that. You're not being an anarchist. You're not being some rebel rouser. Hey, you pay tax dollars. You pay your taxes. Those people are hired by you, not the other way around. I mean, so far we're not a communist state, but with this lockdowns and all this emergency you know, stuff that's going on and all the riots and what have you, they're trying to make you believe that you have lost your rights already, okay? And you still have the rights to fight and say, why are we wearing masks? Well, it's because it's going to make you healthy. It's going to make you whatever. Uh, well, let's say you have an allergy. You can't breathe through those masks. And I had an oxygen meter, and I tested it, and it goes down 10%. Your oxygen level decreases. So nobody's going to tell me your oxygen level does not decrease with these uh, masks. So you try it yourself, and you'll see your oxygen level decreases. And you're supposed to breathe wonderful, beautiful, fresh air. God put us on this earth to breathe fresh air. We breathe out carbon dioxide, okay, and the trees eat the carbon dioxide. That's food, okay, and they re furbish everything and fresh air comes out of the trees oxygen okay so god has everything and for those of you who are not god believers then okay fine believe whatever you want to believe but god made it that way and that's just the way it is and it's been that way since time began since this earth has started that's the way it works it doesn't say you've got to wear a mask so you don't breathe in oxygen Okay, because you'll get the COVID virus because it's blowing through the air and everybody's dropping like flies. And yet I've yet to see one person drop like flies with this COVID virus. Okay, so there's no epidemic and there's no pandemic. It's just a flu virus and it's a season of this virus. So, and you can disagree with me and you're allowed to and good for you. You're allowed to disagree with me. And I encourage you to disagree with me in a peaceful way as much as I may disagree with you. That's the beauty of our Constitution. Do you want to keep that Constitution? And I throw that question to you. Do you want to keep this Constitution? What I'm doing right now is the meaning of freedom. Isn't it a beautiful thing? It's great, isn't it? The fact of the matter is, is let's say you have 135 million paper ballots out there, okay? And that they're dollar bills, okay? The end of the election, you know, night, they're going to have... Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, Montana, Maryland, the whole, whole, everyone, all 50 states have to collect these ballots. Now, these ballots have been counted already, okay? The ones that, uh, 85 or 90 million that have been counted already, supposedly, uh, who knows how they've been counted, which way they've been counted, they have all these dollar bills there, okay? So, 
you the rest you have to collect okay now still no matter how you look at it, there's 130 plus million ballots out there okay dollar bills they all have the same serial number you have to find out where they're at who signed them who didn't sign them how many fell on the floor how many do they need they know that they're short on some votes here because Joe Biden needs that many votes how many can they skim it could open up the door to anything folks that's why they like ballot voting that's why they pushed it all voting machines are broken so we have to do ballot voting because we don't want people touching the screen because COVID virus is on that screen but yet go to a supermarket ever Walmart they have the uh, touch screens right and I don't see anybody falling dead in front of the touch screen so the thing that they talk about the voting machines is bogus it's, it's garbage and basically circular logic talk okay semantics depend on us to believe this crap as a voter, you have the right to question all these votes that are coming in to the precinct, just ripe for voter fraud. And they love that because what happens is, is that just like a banana republic, comrade so-and-so gets so many votes and this person gets so many votes. Well, comrade so-and-so won the voting after several days of counting ballots. So Pennsylvania, lefty Pennsylvania, decided through their Supreme Court that to extend the, the voting three days counting votes for three days you don't need three days to count votes unless you're harvesting votes and really the Supreme Court allowed harvesting votes our main Supreme Court here in Washington DC decided okay we'll go with the bullshit theory and we'll allow you three extra days worth of votes now you know the media is gonna make it sound like it's just all relative it takes one vote it takes a hundred votes to win an election it takes a thousand votes to win an election it doesn't matter how many plus votes you have one could mean a million, folks. It's, it's relative. Numbers are relative when it comes to voting. So when we're looking at voter fraud in the theory that I'm speaking about, it's something to think about, okay, when you cast that vote, there's your answer right there. They're paper votes, okay? There's going to be 2% error somewhere along the line because you've got 50 states. There's tons of error that is going to be involved with this. That's why the Democrats and the far left socialists want to muck this thing up as much as they can and it's going to be mucked up I guarantee you there's no way you're going to hear anything right on election night first of all you're going to hear Joe Biden won this state Joe Biden won that state Joe Biden won this state Joe Biden won that state Trump is very close but Trump hasn't won it's a mess in here it's not close there and I think to myself how they've caught the votes this is a paper ballot it's going to take five days to get all the paper ballots in correctly, so you know darn well what's going to happen is they're going to go and uh, they're going to say, okay, Pennsylvania is a toss-up. They have three days' worth of votes that they're going to count. Of course, they're going to, you know, it's going to come out close, but Joe Biden's going to win by 1%. They can mess with the votes, folks. They can tweak them. When you have a voting machine, you can't tweak with the votes that much, okay? Your vote is your own. When you have ballot voting, your vote is not your own. So, but you have to cry from the highest rooftops and protest in a legal fashion, legally, basically, go to your legislature or whatever and complain. You're allowed to because you are a taxpaying citizen of the United States of America. At least for now, it's the United States of America. But you're allowed to do that as long as freedoms still ring through true. You're allowed to go back and say, what the hell happened to my vote? You know, I voted for Trump and Biden won. That should be an alarm to people that the way the system works. Uh, we as a, as a society are run by a lot of unfortunate, very corrupt characters that don't care about us as human beings. 
That's why we have to choose the right people in office, and those people have to be constitutionalists. Okay? Now, if you're not a constitutionalist, then, well, I can't do much for you. I'm not telling you how to vote, what to think, what to say, or what to do. You believe whatever you want to believe. But for those of us out here in the conservative realm, so to speak, we have to vote a constitutionalist and a person with some moral character. And the fact of the matter is, is we're, you know, we're voting this time around is for Donald Trump or all that he has done, okay, which is a lot. He's done stuff in the Middle East. He's done things on the home front here. He's done things that have really helped our country out and brought our country back from the brink. But, you know, unfortunately what happens is the communist left have tanked the economy on purpose of this COVID thing, but they have to tinker with it and they have to say he's destroyed it, he's ruined it, he's the communist, he's a socialist, he is the tyranny, you know, the person that's bringing tyranny to our country, and, and we're going to set this whole damn thing free as long as you vote Democrat. As long as you vote Socialist, you're going to get all your freebies back. We're going to do this thing we're going to build it back better than we had before and in turn we're going to take it right back to obama's administration and there was a thing in the 70s called the misery index and believe me at the end of the obama biden administration we were in a misery index folks we had taxes through the roof we had how much problems did we have economically we had so much economic problems because they were just basically doing what stimulus what was stimulus think about it you know, we're giving you a little bit of a, a look back. What is stimulus? Okay, what did they do with stimulus? They created money. They didn't create business. They created money. And what they used was they used a thing called quantitative easing. Now, quantitative easing meant we spend and create more money. We don't create business. We don't create opportunity. We create money. Okay? So the jobs are never really being created except at the federal level. So we have a bureaucracy that goes through the ceiling, okay, but yet the average everyday person cannot get ahead, they can't get a job, and, you know, it's the whole nine yards. And so for four years we're living under kind of a tyranny in that area. You think about Obama, Biden administration, and think about what they did, and it was what mostly what they didn't do except socialism into our economy and into our society. The divided states of America. That's basically what we were for, for eight years was the, was the divided states of America. And they want those divided states back again. So when you're voting this time, think about that before you throw that switch. Do you want the divided states of America back? Do you like that kind of stuff? Do you like freebies? You know, do you like all this stuff? Uh, you know, as long as my kids get money and they get their college and they pay off my bills and... Uh, you know, I get free, you know, my health care, and I don't, mind, I don't mind paying $700 as a single person a month. I don't mind paying, you know, $5,000 a month in my health insurance. Think about that. Believe me, Biden is letting out a lot of different buzzwords out there, okay? And I'm talking a lot about socialism because right now we're kind of between the yin and the yang when it comes to our presidency and our Republican general. So you listen to Biden closely, Biden is into big time the unions, okay, and he's big time in nationalizing in his nationalizing plans for the country. Whatever happens, well, let's pray and believe that God is going to intervene in this election, that we will remain one nation under God. Unfortunately, through voter fraud, if, if President Joe becomes the president, becomes the chairman of our society rather than the president, we will have a unified presidency, okay? We're going to have a dual presidency. We're going to have Biden and Kamala Harris as a one-system president. Understand that, because that's what's going to be. You're not going to have a vice president. You're not going to have a president. They're going to kind of realign things that Biden 
and Harris become president as one. Call it the one side the socialist, the other side is considered the nationalist, nationalized socialist plans. So you're going to have that becoming the norm for four years or forever. You know, they're going to change everything around. We're going to have two new states to the union eventually. We're going to probably realign our court systems. We are going to do a lot of different things that are going to socialize living daylights out of us, and they're going to flood China into this country. And that means militarily, socially, you name it. You know, it's going to be mostly the West. The East is going to be Russia with the oil situation. They are going to definitely take over the oil system within the United States because they want to become the oil barons of the world, believe me. You know, you just look historically, you know, the way he wants to divvy this country up once they can get socialism in here. And you know who wins? The oligarchs win. Your Soros's, your, your Bidens, they're the ones that are going to cash in like crazy. And they think that's freedom because understand one thing, socialism, if this should happen, we, the Americans, are going to lose it all, folks. Not just one-tenth of one percent, not just half, not just 50 percent, 100 percent. That means you on the left that are just the average everyday person going out to work, uh, believing that socialism is going to just set us all free, uh, the moderate, you're going to lose it. Okay, every single person is going to lose it. Your children are going to lose it. You, the single person out there, is going to lose it. You, the marcher out there, the one, the big radical leftist that's going to take the comrade to the White House, you're going to lose that. We're going to lose our freedoms. We're going to lose our jobs. We're going to lose all of our choices, freedom of choice. We are now the USA, United States of America. We have republics. Eventually, not at a breakneck speed, but they will nationalize this country, unionize it. The union people will be, be given everything. Schools, you know, if you're in the union and the schools are going to love Biden because they're going to get everything. They're going to be very well taken care of because they voted for the comrade to become president. But they're going to nationalize everything. They've been trying to do it, like I say, I've been talking about this since 1981. And we will no longer be the USA. We're going to be the USSRA. And I come up with that. That's going to be my terminology of it. The Union of Soviet Socialist Republics of America. Now, Soviet means council. So it's going to be a council of socialist republics of America. And, the you know, we won't have states. We're going to have little socialist republics. It's already starting if you look at... Pennsylvania, the governors, you know, the East Coast governors, they're running it as socialist republics. And they're not running it as the way it's the Constitution says, as a representative republic. Not a governor, but a chairman of those states. So that's what we're up against, because what you're seeing now in a lot of these states is going to go national, and it's going to be off the charts. It's going to be in the federal government, and it'll never go away. It's never going to go away. So you've got to fight for your vote. You've got to believe what you're going to vote for, Okay. And it's, it's a universal thing. It isn't just, you know, a little thing here, a little thing there. It's everything. Because it'll be a stronghold in our life, believe me, when we become Socialist Republic of America. It does not matter who votes, what matters, quote, unquote, who counts the votes. So keep your eyes open for the bullshit that's going to be on the media on Tuesday night. It doesn't matter how many things that... Biden has done, the media has covered him, the media covered Biden on everything he's done wrong, so what you see he's been doing, they've been covering him on, when he becomes president, it's going to go off the charts, it's going to be sold, they're going to put a for sale sign up, sold to China, sold to Russia, and it's just going to flood, and you're going to see big businesses collapse, you're going to see so many different things collapse, in your business, you say, well, I can't be touched, it's going to be collapsing, it's going to collapse, I'm telling you, because you're going to nationalize everything. FDR tried to do this during the Depression. It was called the ERA. Now, that used to be called the Equal Rights Amendment, but it basically it was called the Economic Recovery Act. 
where FDR went a little too far and wanted to nationalize things. Thank God we had a representative republic at that time because what they did is uh, they stopped him cold and said, look, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's against the Constitution. And that's exactly what Biden wants to put forth as an ERA Economic Recovery Act in his own ways of doing things. So he wants to use our health care. Believe me, you know, Biden wants to bring back Obamacare. Obama says, I created this great health care, and this has been going on since 1980, roughly. There was a man by the name of Teddy Kennedy, and he was one of the representatives in Washington that decided and planned out and put forth this um, HMO system, which is a health management system that they had, and they passed it and uh, basically started socialist nationalist health care here in the United States of America. And I remember being on the air, it was 1981 when really this thing kind of went into shape, and what happened was, and actually it was in kind of the late 70s, early 80s, when this thing kind of moved the way it did, and I remember saying on the air, this is the beginning of nationalized health care. And it's going to be cradle to the grave. And exactly what they're doing right now is just what Teddy Kennedy did. And they kept moving it, moving it, moving it until they could just completely throw it into gear because Hillary Clinton wanted to make a national health care system and everybody, you know, pushed back on it. it was, they got a terrible backlash over that. Well, Barack Obama comes around. And Barack Obama is a master of semantic talk, you know. So he's, you know, making everybody believe you're going to get free health care, free phones, free this, free that, free, 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 free. And so, you know, whenever you have that ability and you've trained very well in the art of self-proclaimed, self-indulging bullshit artist, as Obama and also Biden is, you can sell anything that you want. And, and there's going to be a lot of people who are going to believe it. Only when it hits their pocketbook, they're going to say, what, what the hell's happened? I don't have any money. If you vote socialist, okay, there's going to, you know, what's going to happen once Biden gets into office, eventually. You're going to see it's going to be different names and, you know, little semantic stuff and, you know, all that kind of crap. And, and the media's going to really muck it up, so don't let it fool you there. Basically, it's going to be a Politburo, okay? And a Politburo is the principal policy-making committee. What is the squad doing? The squad is being a principal policy-making committee. If you listen to them talking, they're going to play a part in this administration because, it's, like I say, this administration is going to be all-inclusive. You're not going to have one president. You're going to have a chairman. It's going to be a chairman with a pull-up-bureau-style committee rather than having Congress and the senators and all this kind of stuff. They're going to transform it, build it back better to a communist state, a solid socialist communist state. So understand something. As we wrap this podcast up, we're kind of coming toward the end of it right now. Kind of go over some things. The United States was founded as a constitutional representative republic, folks. Okay, that's what we are. We're not a democratic society. And I, and I tell you, my hair stands up on my neck when I hear that because we are not a democratic society. Our society is a representative republic. That's what is in the Constitution. That is what we had when we formed the country. Okay, that was the basis of the country. We did not want to be a, a democracy because England was a democracy. They were full of tyranny, basically. They had a religion that the king said, this is the religion. Okay? So when they came over here and formed 13 colonies and had the Constitution of the United States and wrote our, you know, the amendments up to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, basically in the Constitution, 
they talked about the freedom of religion. Not freedom from religion, but freedom of religion that the state shall not in any way tell you that this is the religion that the state says that it's supposed to be, like the king was. In other words, they'll say, okay, it's Protestant. So you have, let's say a governor says, the official religion of America, a governor or a, uh, the president will say the religion of America is Protestant. That's what that means. You're not allowed to do that. Our leaders are not allowed to do that. It's against the Constitution, the rights of America. You're allowed to be, you're allowed to be an atheist. You're allowed to be Protestant, Catholic. You're allowed to be Methodist. You're allowed to be Muslim, uh, Islamic, whatever, whatever you want to be. You're allowed to be uh, Buddhist. You're allowed, I mean, it goes through the whole list. You're allowed to be that. That can be your religion, your religious belief systems. You can be born again Christian. You know, whatever you want to be. They cannot state. This is the official religion. That's what the First Amendment means. That's what the freedom of religion means. The freedom of the state not dictating a religion. It isn't the other way around that the left keeps saying we have freedom from religion. I mean, it's bullshit again. Another, another statement full of semantics and circular logic. So as Americans, before, you know, as I wrap this up, remember, we are a constitutional representative republic. It's not a socialist, quote, war is peace, freedom is slavery, and ignorance is strength. When you go to the ballot box on Tuesday, remember that. Keep that in the back of your head, whatever way you're voting. Look at Biden. Look at Trump. Look at what they've done. Has Biden done anything major? I don't know. I think I see pretty much an empty shirt there. Has Trump done things for three years? Yeah. Maybe you don't like some of the stuff he's done. But don't vote on personality. Because you may not like the person, but he's done a lot of things good. Okay? He may have kept your pocketbook from being empty. He may have kept your you know, life from being socialist. He may have opened his mouth up and you say, well, I didn't like what he said. You don't vote on somebody because they said something you didn't like or because the other party is a certain way that's really bad, okay, and they're really pushing an agenda that's really going to destroy your business, your kids' ability to have freedom, your kids to go back to school, to commune, to go to the prom. I mean, just to do the things kids do when they're in high school and in grade school, and it's just a wonderful time to just experience life and to learn how to live as a free society, okay? So that's what we have to look at when we go into the uh, polls. So remember, socialism always dictates war is peace, and freedom is slavery. So when you hear Biden, he talks a lot about freedom being slavery. He talks a lot about ignorance being strength, okay? So when you throw that button, or whoever you vote for, understand something. There's no mulligans, as they say in golf. You can't redo the shot once you have it down the fairway, okay? Because... They're going to try on the left to certify these votes very fast. So there can't be any judgment or whatever because the left is going to say, Biden won, Biden won, Biden won, Biden won, Biden won, and they're going to have their little party because Kamala Harris already has a thing out there. You know, they already have their party ready to go, and they're going to have this wonderful socialist party and, uh, and get rid of the tax plan and just bash this whole country and apologize for everything that's going on. We're going to relive eight years on steroids in a permanent fashion, permanently. And Biden's going to be involved in this, Kamala Harris, all the left. You're going to see definitely Hillary Clinton be involved in this new cabinet, this new Politburo. You're going to see definitely Obama involved. You're going to see all the players that were taken out are going to come back in, and they're going to rain hell over conservatism. They're going to rain hell over this country, believe me. And they're going to do it to line their pockets and knock everybody on their ass. And there's no doubt about it.
And so just look back eight years before Trump. Are you better then? Do you like it then? Well, then vote whichever way you want to vote. Vote communist, vote socialist, vote for Biden, vote that's your right. And you have every right to vote that way because our Constitution says you're allowed to vote that way, and I encourage you to vote that way. You know why? And you know why? Because this will be the last time you're going to vote that way. I guarantee it. Because the next time you're going to vote, it's going to be a totally different way to vote. And they are probably not going to allow us to vote because our Constitution will be pretty much gutted to a point where they're going to tell you how to vote, which way to vote, and your vote's not going to matter because it's going to be socialism. It's going to understand it's going to be definitely, definitely, it'll be definitely socialist republics of America. There's no two ways about it. This has been on its way probably since after the Second World War, little by little, inch by inch and step by step. There's no way we can ever reverse it. It's been just keeps moving and it keeps moving. The only way we can stop it is prayer. When Stalin was in power, it was from 1922 to 1953. Lenin, he was in power before that, okay? Trotsky, who in Russia came up with this idea between him and Lenin, he was basically exiled after the revolution went into place, and he was murdered later on. He was taken out. So you think this is going to work, this, this socialized planet they have? It never works, folks. It, takes, it took 75 years to knock socialism down in Russia, and they're still somewhat of a socialist republic still. Only it's a different society, and it's all messed up still. It's not really in order in any possible way. You look at Russia today, and then you look backward. The USSR ended. The Soviet Union ended. It's not much different today than it was back then. So it took, you know, it took 75 years to get rid of that, 70-plus 70 years to get rid of that. And here we are, in 2020, if these tentacles should get into us, these Luciferian tentacles, these Leviathan tentacles, these Baal system of worship tentacles within our society, in our government, and that's what it's about. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities in high places. That's what this election really boils down to. And then we can only get it through prayer, because if it gets in there, these demonic tentacles get into our system of governance, it's going to go for a lot of years, and it'll probably never go away in my lifetime. So it's, it's all or nothing in a lot of ways. So just think about it. When you walk into the voting booth, that you have every right to vote whichever way you want to vote. You can say whatever you want to say and believe whatever you want to believe. That's what the Constitution says, and that's your freedom. Good for you. You do it. Go for it. Because this may be the last time that you are going to be able to vote like that or make that decision without someone having a boot on your neck. Because right now we've got masks on our face, and that's a boot on our neck. That's the first step. It's the silence of the lambs, folks. So as I leave you today, I thank you for joining me. Remember that this vote, remember that this vote is based on the fact that the United States was formulated as a constitutional representative republic. We are not a socialist, war's peace, freedom of slavery, and ignorance of strength, democracy, democratic society. We are not that at all. We have two ways of looking at this thing. Either the United States is going to remain a representative republic with all of its freedoms, or we're going to lose our freedoms and our choices, little by little, step by step. It ain't going to happen overnight. And the USA will become as the USSR, the Union of 
Soviet meaning Council of Socialized Republics of America. We will be republics. We will no longer have states. Understand it. It will be phased in quickly and in our face, and it will punish basically conservatism because liberalism will go, always go along with socialism. That's just the way it works. It's always been that way historically. And also, we will have a system of one governance. Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, one presidency. The whole system. You also have, it will be considered more like a chairman of a Politburo. And the Politburo will be a policy-making committee, which will be Nancy Pelosi's, your squad. They'll all be involved in on this thing. Biden, Biden will have... Obama back, definitely have Hillary involved in this thing. You're going to have every radicalist in Congress because they're going to get rid of the tax cuts. They're going to destroy infrastructure like you couldn't imagine. It's the way communism works. Socialism involves everything. It devours. It doesn't give back, folks. With that, I'm going to thank you for joining me today. I told you we're going to get into the weeds. Hopefully I've covered everything. I've been kind of going over all of this whole thing. For more information, get in touch with us at radiotalknetwork.com. That's radiotalknetwork.com. Go to the webpage. You can get all kind of great news information, and it's from other great, great websites. You want to go to those websites and support them in every possible way you can. Great conservative websites. So with that, this is Dave Anthony, and thanks again. Till next time, God bless and take care.